Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Wednesday, August the 5th, 2020. Today we're going to read out of John chapter 9. I would encourage you to read all of John chapter 9. John chapter 9 is a great piece of literature. Aside from the fact that it has some great truth in it, it's a story where in the beginning of the story, you have this man who has been born blind. He's been blind his whole life. And you have these religious leaders who think they can see, both physically, they can see physically, but also have perception about the things of God. And by the end of the story, everything's flipped upside down. And the only person in the story who really seems to see Jesus for who he is, is the man who was born blind. So it's a very interesting story. And uh, Jesus heals the man and then gets into a confrontation with the Pharisees. And we're going to read the end of that confrontation here in John chapter 9, verse 35 uh, through 41. Jesus heard that they had thrown him out. They threw him out of the synagogue, which was kind of a common practice in the reader's day for people who followed Jesus. And when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said, You have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. The man said, Lord, I believe and worshiped him. Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, so that the blind will see, and those who see will become blind. Some Pharisees who were with him heard him say this and asked, What, are we blind too? Jesus said, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. So today, Henry Nouwen is talking about this kind of sight and this being able to perceive things um, and see things. And the interesting thing in that last line is, when we claim we can see, we become guilty of sin. But, but if we will approach God humbly and ask for sight um, and say, I believe, as the blind man just did in the passage we heard, then we will receive the sight and to be able to see what God is doing, to be able to see God's uh, truth, to be able to see God at work in our world. And so... Uh, Henry Nouwen says this, The contemplative is someone who sees things for what they really are, who sees the real connections, who knows, as Thomas Merton used to say, what the scoop is. To attain such a vision, a a spiritual discipline is necessary. Evagris Ponticus calls discipline the practite, sorry, removing the blindfolds that prevent us from seeing clearly. Merton himself was very familiar with Evagris, expressed the same idea. He told the monks of Gethsemane Abbey that the contemplative life is life in which we constantly move from opaqueness to transparency, 
from the place where things are dark and penetrable and closed to the place where these same things are translucent, open, and offer vision far beyond themselves. So the point of this whole little devotion today is that we as followers of Jesus, uh, we place practices or disciplines in our lives that allow us to place our faith and our trust in Christ, who is the only one who can really give us sight. Uh, When we think that we already have sight or we think we have it figured out, we have all the answers, uh, we may fall in line with the Pharisees who Jesus says, uh, if you really were blind, you wouldn't be guilty of sin, but it's because you think you can see that your guilt remains. But if we'll approach God humbly through discipline, uh, through think, practices like scripture reading and prayer, silence and solitude, uh, even uh, acts of mercy or service and uh, church attendance, things Lots of practices we can put into place. These days it may be church online attendance. But as we uh, put those practices in place, uh, what, what this little devotion encourages us is that we begin to have those scales kind of removed from our eyes. And the only person who can really open blind eyes is Jesus. And so as we focus on Christ through discipline, through daily disciplines like morning meditations, reading the Word, uh, sitting uh, in silence, hearing from God, praying to God. As we do those things, uh, God opens our eyes. We don't open our own eyes. And so today I want to encourage you, uh, keep at it. Keep at the practices. During this pandemic, uh, one of the things we have seen is that much of what people have relied on has been shaken. We thought we could see, and maybe we've realized that there's some blind spots in our lives. And so today I would encourage you, humble yourself, put some discipline, some practices in place. For me, it's first thing in the morning. I don't know what works with your schedule. Uh, Maybe come back to it during the middle of your day. Find some time throughout the day to put in in practice some things that will help you Uh, to allow Christ's mercy and grace and compassion to open your eyes uh, to the reality of what he wants to accomplish in this world, not necessarily what we would want to accomplish. And so I hope today you will, uh, like the blind man, uh, say, I believe and trust that Christ is the one who can open your eyes, both physically and also uh, the eyes of faith within you. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.